Welcome to Fresh Catholic, a podcast for those who are converting, reverting, or simply want a fresh perspective of the Catholic faith to help them to open their hearts and minds to become closer to the love and goodness of Christ. My daily prayer is that I will be a bright light to others, to be filled with the love and light of Christ, so that when people look at me, they see Him radiating out from me for His glory. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Balderas, and I'm so happy you're here. So let me ask you something. How would you describe yourself? Think about it. Make a list. What would you put on it? How do you think others would describe you? Do you think the descriptions would match? How do you determine how you or others would come up with those descriptors? Is it physical traits, biological, mental, spiritual, a combo platter? (laughs) Other people might have an impression or expectation of you, but ultimately, you need to figure out what you think you are or who you think you are. Do you have a solid answer? In Matthew 16, 13 through 16, Jesus asks his disciples who people think he is. After a variety of answers, Peter has a solid answer. Let me read that to you now. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist. Others, Elijah, still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. Are you a different person today than you were when you were a child, or a teenager, or a young adult? Gosh, I hope so. (laughs) I'm sure there are some things that are the same about you as when you were a child, teenager, or young adult, but I think we should be ever-evolving into becoming our most true or authentic self. I kind of hesitate to use that term, authentic self, But I decided we'll just go with that, authentic self or true self. What does that look like, our authentic self? And I'm doing little quotes. Well, I think it varies from person to person. I think it takes a lot of time and honesty to realize who we really are down deep. It's about being true to your own personality, values, and spirit regardless of the pressure you get to act otherwise. You're honest with yourself and others, and you take responsibility for your mistakes. Your values, ideals, thoughts, words, and actions align. Think of people you know to be authentic or who you think is authentic. Why do you think that? What do they say and do that lets you know that they're legit? I think there's nothing more refreshing than when you know a person is honest and authentic. This is incredibly rare for sure. 
like I've always said, my dad was very authentic. He is always my on-earth pillar for honesty, authenticity, and goodness. When you know where you stand with someone, good or bad. When you know what a person is like, good or bad. When you know what you're seeing is real and true. I think these are obvious descriptions of authenticity. I would say that I really used to struggle with authenticity and being authentic. I used to like to pretend to be different characters from movies, TV, and books. I used to get fixated on what they acted like, what they talked like, what their interests were. I would say I was a bit obsessed with not just them, but wanting to be just like them. I also used to do this with people I actually knew, not just fictional characters. I would go through phases of changing who I was. I would become a character. I'd like to tell you that this was just when I was a child, but it wasn't. It was then, I pretended a lot, but also when I was an adult, it's more acceptable to say that you do this when you're a child to play pretend and not so much when you're an adult. I think people encourage children to pretend, but I don't think it's encouraged to pretend when you're an adult. I clearly did not have a sense of who I was. I clearly didn't like who I was. I was always trying to be someone else. And that makes me really sad now that I look back at that. I didn't even really realize I was doing that. That came out in therapy, actually. My therapist said, do you realize you are always trying to be someone else? Why are you not happy or satisfied with who you are? Good question. I also used to tend to morph into the people I was hanging out with or with the people I was dating or even the people I was married to. I would morph into what I thought they wanted me to be. I suppose it was in order to get acceptance from them or love even. But I realized that's not good to do that. Looking back on this behavior of mine, I realized that was a very big mistake. I think you should embrace your individuality and I think you should embrace your different likes and dislikes that might be different from what other people like or dislike. God made us all beautifully different. Imagine all the people in the world and no one is the same. How miraculous is that? It's okay to not have the same interests, likes, and dislikes. But I also think you should try new things with people and give their lifestyle and interests a try and vice versa. There's a difference between compromising with who you're with and aligning with the people you're with and completely giving up yourself to cater to them and their needs and interests and abandoning who you are and what you like to do. I feel when you're interested in people, whether it's be friends or love interests, you naturally just gravitate to the people you either have things in common with or who are like-minded or gravitate to people who are different from you, and that's what attracts them to you. They are different, unique, and intriguing. They do things in a different way than you do, and isn't that awesome? You can learn from them, and consequently, they can learn from you. You are also different, unique, and intriguing. You don't always have to be a cookie-cutter version of what everybody else is. You shouldn't have to change who you are to be what they want you to be. You should just be who you are 
and both people can enhance each other's world by being together. God has made us all individuals. He's made us into a unique and beautiful work of art. Some of us are a Picasso and some of us are a Monet, but we're all a work of art and we all have to find what our beautiful individual gifts and beauty are. In contrast, it's hard to be authentic if you're altering yourself in any way. If you're altering yourself with drugs or alcohol, you are masking yourself with who you are. You are being a completely different person and not authentic. That's fake. It's hard to find who your authentic self is when we're always being compared to people on social media. This is especially hard on children and teenagers, I feel. They're already somewhat awkward, at least I was. And when you're adding filters and editing, the standard is too high. It's unrealistic. Social media is a font of inauthenticity. People post only what they want you to see, but it goes farther than that. Most of the time, the images are altered in some way. It's unattainable perfection. And that doesn't just go for children and teenagers. That goes for all of us. If you put on a false face or a false attitude or present a false narrative of who you are, and this is not just on social media. This is in life. This is in general. You can only keep that charade up for so long, and then the real you will come out. It's like one of those fake cans of soup. <laughs> it looks innocent enough until you open it and a crazy snake comes flying out. <laughs> it wasn't soup after all. Don't, don't misrepresent yourself of who you really are. I feel like this is why many relationships fail. Relationships, whether they be romantic or just friendships. The relationship will start out of you acting a certain way and looking a certain way. And then when you settle into the relationship, all of a sudden, the people's looks change or their attitude and personality completely changes. This is who they really are. And sometimes it's okay to be who you really are, but sometimes it's not good. Sometimes you've put on such a fake, false front that when you remove it, it's really shocking to the people on the other end. It's a form of a lie. It's the old bait and switch, <laughs> which isn't good. Have you ever been on the receiving end of this? Have you ever thought you knew someone and they came off like they were one type of person or they acted in such a way and presented themselves in a way where you thought you really knew them? You thought you knew what they were about. And then you come to find out that they're a completely different person. That is very crushing and disheartening to find out. I just had that recently happen in a very serious way. And boy, it really was shocking to me, and it didn't feel very good at all. You don't want to be that person doing that to someone else for certain. You should want to be, and you should be, the same person you are at home, at school, at work, at church. You should be the same person so that when people see you out and about, you're being you. If you appear virtuous at church, you shouldn't be doing something scandalous elsewhere. That would go against the person you present yourself to be. Be consistent. Remember, the Lord knows you inside and out. Jesus is not keen 
on hypocrisy. In Matthew 23, 23 to 28, Jesus is calling the Pharisees hypocrites. But when I read this to you, make it more relevant to what's going on in your life and see if you resonate with this. Here it is. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You pay tithes of mint, dill, and cumin, and have neglected the weightier things of the law, judgment and mercy and fidelity. But these you should have done without neglecting the others. Blind guides who strain out the gnat and swallow the camel. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of plunder and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, cleanse first the inside of the cup, so that the outside may also be clean. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Even so, on the outside you appear righteous, but inside are filled with hypocrisy and evil doing. Jesus could be saying this today about all kinds of people. So really be mindful when you're being fake and false and when you're not being authentic. The Lord knows you inside and out and sees everything you're doing. I've spent so much of my life thus far trying to figure out who I actually am. Who is Lori? <laughs> I do feel we go through different phases in our life where we're different versions of ourselves. certainly. There was childhood Lori, teenage Lori, young adult Lori, early motherhood Lori, and grown-up mature Lori. But it's only until recently when I've had more and more of Christ in my life that I'm really unearthing, or God is helping me to unearth, I should say, who I actually am, who I'm actually meant to be. What has led up to who I am today? I believe it's just a big puzzle. We're a big puzzle, and God is just putting our pieces together, and ultimately we and ultimately, we will see the big, beautiful puzzle put together and see the big picture of who we truly are. Our authentic self is ultimately what God wants us to be. Your true, authentic self is the person God created, not a person the world is manipulating you to be. I've gone from being very concerned about what my friends think, what my boyfriends or husbands have thought, what my family thinks, what the world at large thinks. But now I'm more concerned about what God sees in me, and he sees everything. So I can't put on a fake show for him because he knows exactly what I'm thinking and what I'm actually about. He knows what my actual thoughts are. Even if I were to be saying one thing, I could be thinking something different. Even if I'm pretending to do something or be something, he knows my heart and soul isn't in it. He knows that. I'm way more concerned about what the Lord thinks of me, and I'm way more concerned about what the Lord thinks of me. And I want to be the most true to him that I can.
with this new realization of who I feel I truly am, it has brought such peace and calm in my heart and soul. I feel less frantic. I feel less judged. I feel more real and honest. I don't desire to be someone else or be something else. I don't desire to pretend to be something or someone I'm not to please or dazzle someone else. This passage that I'm about to read from Romans 12, verse 2, helps me with this. I'm going to read it to you now. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. I wish more people would read that. Very well said. And that was written a couple thousand years ago, so it still stands today. I think this has definitely been a process of figuring out who exactly I am and what God wants me to be. I believe he has been really opening my eyes to what he sees in me, what he's created me for, what gifts he has given me to become closer to him, to draw others to him and guide me on the path to holiness and true authenticity. I have said in past episodes that I used to be a completely different person, and some of my friends and family members know that me and are struggling with this version of me. I wish they would get to know and embrace this Lori, the true and real Lori. I am trying to give you these ideas in this episode because I want to encourage everybody to be their true and authentic self and to look deep inside and find out who that is. Strive to be the person God has created you to be. We are all made in the image and likeness of God. God doesn't make mistakes. We do. When we try to reinvent what he created, that's when there's a problem. That's when we start feeling bad about ourselves. That's when things are askew. That's when Satan gets his claws in us and starts messing with our heads and making us doubt ourselves and our worth. True happiness and authenticity comes from fulfilling what God wants for our lives, not from what we want, and certainly not what the world wants. He has the best roadmap for becoming the best we can become. So go deep. Go look for the real you. Find the person God wants you to be, because that person is awesome and amazing. And now I have some fresh Catholic news. I just found out this week that I'm on the list of the top 100 Catholic podcasts. I'm at number 11. Woo! Thank you to all of you who are listening and sharing with your friends and family. Please keep talking it up. I really appreciate it. Also, I just started a new thing on social media called Fresh Catholic Comics, which premiered last week. My husband, Simon, creates the images and I write the message. These are meant to be encouraging and thought-provoking. They won't necessarily have a theme or coincide with the topic of the week. We're just going to see where it goes. I hope you enjoy it. Also, I hope you will check out my Patreon channel and become a subscriber. There are six different levels to choose from, ranging from $5 to $250 per month. 
to help support my podcast. And in return, you will get perks of extra added content and merch. I really need your help and would very much appreciate it. It's super simple to join. Just go to my website, which is freshcatholic.com, and click on any heading, home, podcast, blog, etc., and scroll down to the bottom. There you will find the Patreon icon. Click on it and check out the different levels. So cool. I have also partnered with an amazing company, Sock Religious. I love these socks. I have St. Michael socks. So many designs to choose from, such as Mary, Jesus, the saints. They're all represented on a variety of socks. So fun. Buy for yourself or for gifts. And may God bless your tootsies. Head to my website and go to the podcast bar. Scroll down and order. You will get 10% off your purchase. Yay! Also, as always, please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Fresh Catholic. You can email me at lori at freshcatholic.com. Go to my website and see what's going on there and read my blog. That is a lot. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. Now go out and be a bright light in someone's life. And remember, be focused. Be faithful and be fresh. Brush Catholic is produced, edited, and recorded at Wonder Mouse Studios in Ventura, California.